Hello, and welcome to another episode of The Meta. I am your host, Jay Larson, and I am very excited because uh, joining us is one William Hungerford from the uh, wilderness of uh, Washington via a tin can and string (laughs) string connected to the tin can. Uh, Hello, Will. Hello. Jay's referring to we had some uh, there's some internet connectivity issues this morning at HQ, uh, and so my connection is not the greatest. But we're going to press forward, and, and hopefully I don't cut out mid-interview. Little tenuous. You so far we're stable. Your uh, your voice just sounds a little bit different than what the the dulcet tones I'm I'm usually used to. Yeah, I think they're doing like they're they're upgrading the uh, alarm system here, and so the the internet is the the Wi-Fi is going wacky with all the changes happening to that. Uh, well, there you go. All right. So, uh, Will, we're gonna yes. go through some questions. We're also going to uh, really just talk a lot about the the Kickstarter. Uh, first one, yep. first question from Imperial. He says, "How do you feel the Rivenstone Kickstarter has gone?" Um, I mean, it's gone well i can't complain we funded it in four hours we're over you know 200 percent funded we had a funding goal of 100,000. we're sitting at like 235 right now um we're definitely in the slow period whenever you do a 30-day kickstarter the middle is always really you know it, it hits a slump with the big spikes always being the first 48 hours and the last 48 hours so um you know it's it has gone well and i'm excited to see what the last like two or three days look like because that's when i think uh, a lot of people are gonna you know commit to pledges and so we should see another another bump towards the end but you know all the the response so far has been a positive there's an entire group of people that have made a tabletop simulator mod and so people are playing the game and thus far everybody who's actually playing the game is loving it so that's always a uh, that's always really good to hear yeah it, i mean i'm assuming as the um as a game designer you're not necessarily the person in charge of the the kickstarter no, I'm uh, not. <laughs> but it it did seem interesting to me uh, the decision to go with the the 30 day uh, Kickstarter. Um, yeah, and I think a, a large part of that was that you know we're a relatively un an unknown entity, and so because um, we're 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 new to the gaming scene, this is this you know our first official release game, so we wanted to have that extra room to adjust things during the Kickstarter, which we've done multiple times uh, in terms of some of the the stretch goals that'll be available and what people will be able to get for free and also just give more time to market it and more time to, you know, get people's eyes on the Kickstarter. Um, so we could have gone with the 16 day one, but just wanted that extra little bit of, uh, of padding basically is what that, that decision came down to. Um, I mean, yeah, that's, I think that's fair. Um, what, uh, what, what, what do you feel have been some of the, the things you guys have learned from this, uh, this Kickstarter? Um, some like basic like a lot of how the information is presented to people um the kind of stretch goals that are particularly exciting versus other ones to certain individuals the kind of questions that will crop up around a game like this um which you know a lot of us had we were able to provide feedback on that during the planning process from our experience in, in other kickstarters but a lot of this was also um you know even for people like Faye and myself who've worked a privateer for a long time and been part of many Kickstarters for established IPs being a Kickstarter for a, a new IP. A lot of it is the, the information of, you know, what is this world? What is this thing? And we learned a, a, a lot of lessons and just, you know, better ways to present that information and get it out to everybody. 
and the kind of questions that, that would come up. For example, we put out a blog series that covered all the core rules of the game, and then Fay and I did a, a video tutorial battle report playing a game. We did we worked with YouTubers and other people, did more battle reports. We've been doing demos at Adepticon and all this stuff. So there was a way to find out what the game played like. You could go to the blog, read it all, go watch the video, and you would you would know how Rivenstone worked. It was very much a, a guided tour of the rules to kind of be like, okay, you don't need to sit down and read a giant rule book. We'll show you how the game plays. But yet still people really want to see the, the rule book. So even though the rule book is edited and done it hasn't been fully graphically laid out with all the diagrams and stuff so one thing like an audible we've called during kickstarter is like very soon we're going to be releasing a like a plain text version of the rule book so that people can see it and you know it was interesting that that despite having those other tools available for a lot of people it didn't matter they they wanted to just dig into the 80 page doc and like read the the text line by line and so like little lessons like that learned um, I, I know one of the things you want to talk about a little bit was some of the things that you guys have, have added to the Kickstarter. Yeah, I mean, this was another good lesson learned in that what, what, we had stretch goals to add alt sculpt models to everybody who, who backed it. You would get an alt sculpt veteran hero uh, for the hero that like matched the one in your starter box. And originally, they were two different stretch goals. Uh, uh, there's a few of these different stretch goals, but it would be like two heroes at this stretch goal for you know starter box a and b and then the next stretch goal was the other two heroes for starter boxes c and d well that uh, people were not happy with that they were like well if we never get to the other stretch goal that means that only these two factions get theirs and the other faction doesn't get theirs and that was a very fair criticism so you know we adjusted that and we said okay we're going to reshuffle the stretch goals right here mid campaign and go ahead and say the one you've already unlocked the one that's already done You've now unlocked all four of those, and we'll just come up with something new for the other slots. And we've done that, so we've added new stretch goals, and we just start basically made them more appealing to people based on the the feedback we've been hearing. So it's definitely like if people checked out the page and haven't looked at it in a while or haven't looked at it since it launched, the page has a lot more information on it. The stretch goals have changed. There's new social stretch goals of like shares and stuff that are going to unlock all kinds of cool stuff, including like STL terrain that people can download. Uh, for use in well, any game they want. Uh, and also just the, the overall presentation of the information, what the add-ons are, how much they cost, what the pledge levels are. Like, there's been a major, like, facelift that happened, you know, within the first, like, couple of weeks. And a lot of it was based off, you know, what, what people were saying to us. Um, a, a, a kind of a follow-up question from Impreal that he has was, was basically, um, what do you think contributed to the... I, you mentioned that there was kind of a plateau for quite a while in the middle of the, the campaign. Um, what what things do you think uh, kind of contributed to, to that plateau? That's hard to answer. I mean, I, I honestly don't know. I've seen it happen with, like, so many Kickstarters, right? Unless you're a Kickstarter that does, like, the Mega Millions, um, most Kickstarters I've, I've seen or participated in, you have that spike in the beginning, the spike at the end, and then the middle is always just this, like, straight line. I think a lot of it is just people, waiting to see how well it does and seeing what else gets unlocked and kind of holding judgment. Um, and also, like, our backer number has been really interesting because we've been gaining backers and then uh, the backer number has been going up, down, up, down, up, down, kind of within the same range for the last few weeks. So that might just be people changing their pledges. It might be people coming in, other people, like, kind of reserving because they need the money for something else right now instead of, you know, on a Kickstarter. But as for why it's happening, it's hard to hard to say Everyone who has played the game has liked it. Uh, the feedback on the models has been very positive. 
Um, I think people found the price points on everything to be very reasonable. So in terms of the product itself, separate from the Kickstarter existing, the actual product coming out, it, it's just a lot of really good news that we're hearing from, from the community. So I don't know. I, I can't really figure that one out. I will, I will, something I'll say, I guess, is the, you know, when I started my business, I guess I didn't really know what to expect, but, but some of the things I didn't expect would, were that, you know, I would spend as much time as I do on things like human resources or, uh, time on marketing or stuff like that. And, and at this point I've, I've, you know, tried reading or educating myself with, with various books or things with, with marketing and, it it is kind of like on the one hand everything relates to marketing and on the other hand um it's it, sometimes it feels very difficult to um to know why you know one thing succeeds and another thing doesn't it's 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 a pretty uh difficult field of study it feels like sometimes yeah <laughs> yeah and it's a it's a crystal ball i definitely i definitely don't have and and i mean the, the the game in terms of where we're at right now, I I do absolutely consider it a success. Like I said, we we funded in four hours and we're at we're two hundred percent funding on a hundred thousand dollar funding goal. So like that's all great news. And you know we've got a, a solid number of backers, and I think we'll you know I think we'll clear three hundred uh, k by the end of it with that little last little hump. So no complaints. But yeah, as for why it plateaus in the middle, like you said, it's I think it might be impossible to know. Somebody had that information, but they're they're not sharing. Uh, um, so the next next question from Dragon Pup, I think this one is actually quite interesting. Um, you know, hopefully the Kickstarter is going to be the uh, launching pad for the game. Uh, and so Dragon Pup's question is, what sort of pulse launch plans and events are you looking at for Rivenstone? Okay, so yeah, yeah. I mean, we're not going to keep doing Kickstarters for Rivenstone once it's live. It's it's live. Um, we already have like basically 18 months worth of product content planned. Uh, post the stuff. These are in addition to the models that you are seeing in the Kickstarter. And 18 months is about like kind of the the goalpost we keep moving forward. We always want to kind of be about that far ahead of of things. Uh, so there's a lot, plenty, plenty more models that will be coming out for people to expand their war bands with. We've been having a lot of talks about how the organized play system is going to work and what we're looking at doing there. Yeah, I said before uh, that we're not going to be doing tournament organized play. You know, We're not going to have a, a tournament pack for Riven Zone. I'm certain that the community will create one uh, because the game is well balanced enough to be played in tournament uh, fashion if you'd like. But we're going to focus more on just events that people can go to their local store and all get together, play some rounds of Rivenstone, walk away with some prizes. Um, we definitely want to have a, a, a pretty strong narrative tie to everything. So we're probably going to do like event packs that are based around certain places in the world, what's going on. They'll come with new scenarios. They'll come with new event decks. They'll probably come with like cool promos, maybe even like alt sculpt promos that everybody can walk away with. Um, so, we're fleshing out the exact plans of what that will look like before we announce all the details. But I can tell you probably within, I'd say three to four months after the game launches, you could expect to start seeing the first organized play to give everyone that sort of like a little bit of wiggle time to get their game, play, play it a bit, you know, see what the baseline game is before we start throwing new stuff at you. Um, and then we're also talking about having a sort of a, a launch event, which um, won't have 
you know, new scenarios or anything with it, but it'll just be a way for people to go to their local store, put their ribbon stone together, uh, play some games, and then walk away with some some cool stuff. Um. All right. Well, before we leave Rivenstone, is there anything else related to it that you uh, want to share with us? No. I mean, like right now, oh, it's we're we're in the middle of the Kickstarter grind, so uh, it's uh, all my focus has been put on that and and talking to the community and answering questions. Um, the main thing I'd say is like if you haven't checked it out, definitely go check it out. And if you want to know more, there's a lot of discords that have been popping up around around Rivenstone. Obviously, there's there's the official Broken Anvil one. Uh, I know in Jay's you know, Discount Games Discord, there's an entire Rivenstone channel. So if you're looking to contact the community, uh, Discord's really good. There's also now like a Rivenstone fans Facebook page that somebody made where there's people like getting together and chatting. Um, it's just a good way that if you have any questions that you don't think necessarily would be a good comment on the, the Kickstarter page itself, that you're just like, hey, I just wanted to ask about this or talk about this, like – those those social media and, and Discord channels are a great great way to reach out if you're listening and you'd wanted to. All right, so next question from Dragon Puppy says, "Have you caught everything everywhere all at once yet?" I I have not. Um, Why are you a bad person? Well, that's a, a longer <laughs> question, and it goes back way back to the beginning. But uh, no, I have not watched it yet. I've heard it's fantastic. Uh, I did go to the movies on Sunday, and we watched The Northman. But mm. I uh, did not catch everything all at once yet. Plan to though, if, whether it's in theaters or afterwards. It'll be it'll be streaming in in three weeks. I am excited to watch it again. What's it streaming on? HBO Max? No. Well, it'll you can you'll be able to buy it. Oh, okay, got it. At that got point, got yeah. Um, and I I think that's all the questions we had. Okay. Uh, what it's is ni- nice light week? Yeah, my I guess my my final question for you, Will, what is what is something uh, that you are excited about right now? Oh, right now. So we've been going every weekend and doing Rivenstone demos at local stores, which has been awesome. Uh, but it does mean I've been working all week and every weekend. And so right now, the thing that excites me is after we get through this next weekend of doing demos at local stores, um, I will have a weekend uh, to myself. And I haven't decided if I'm just going to lay in bed and not move all day <laughs> or if I'm going to get out and uh, and and to go on a hike or something like that. So um, other than that, I'm just like, I'm excited to see where the Kickstarter ends. I'm excited to see what the final number is, how big our starting community is and 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 that. But yeah, that's, that's kind of my, my thing. I'm very much right now in, like, head down, you know, uh, work mode on, on all the stuff that we've, we've got going on right now. So there's the, the light at the end of the tunnel, and I think that's what I'm looking forward to. Awesome. All right. Well, we will wrap it up there. Thank you very much, Will, for being a guest on the show. Thank you, Jay, for having me and for being you and for everything you do. Oh, thank you. <laughs> <laughs> I will catch you next time. Until then, goodbye!